You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Morning, Bucknutters. It is Tuesday, November 30th, 2021. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning Five and Change. The sun continues to rise. Life continues to go on. Dwayne Long is here to join us today. Dwayne is one of the few people you have not heard weigh in on the Michigan game yet. And then we're going to try and pitch everything forward in what has become an unbelievably wild college football scene. As of yet, your Buckeyes are not involved in the coaching carousel, but it is one that's going to touch every program, given its furious nature. But first, let's welcome them in. Dwayne, how goes it? Oh, well, it's actually, uh, you know, the, the sun is out and uh, the world's not such a bad place right now, you know, now that we've uh, licked our wounds. And they were wounds that needed licking, Dwayne. You are likely the only person affiliated with Ohio State in any way that has not weighed in on the debacle in Ann Arbor. The floor is yours. Well, it, it's uh, there are a couple of things that just immediately uh, leap out at me. Number one, this was a uh, an offense that had been averaging 55 points a game. The most recent game, it looked absolutely unstoppable, scoring 59 points. Score 27 points. That okay, wait, no. You you got half your average. That's that's not good. That's not good enough. Especially when uh the defense is just Dan, you're not gonna win a lot of football games giving up 42 points. Uh the the Ohio State, uh uh the New England Patriots, it doesn't matter. 42 points. I don't I imagine somebody's figured figured it out somewhere, uh, maybe pro football focus that, that, you know, how many points that, uh, you know, your defense allows more than this, you're going to lose. I'm imagining 42 is, is going to be over the line. You know, you, you just 42 points. So the offense needed to score 43 to win. No, that's not good enough. Third, this is huge. We went into this game having allowed 12 sacks in 11 games, gave up five. It, it, you know, and, and then you think about pressures and other things, uh, quarterbacks, knockdowns, it, they just dominated the line of scrimmage, really on both sides of the ball. They ran it right down our throats. We got beat, plain and simple. We got beat. We didn't lose the game. Michigan whipped us. Not used to seeing that. Been a while since we've seen it. But that's what happened. We got whipped. And now it is time to lick the wounds and, and start to say, okay, how do we get back to where we were? Played national championship game last year. Not going to this year. 
Why is that? Figure it out. That's what we got to do now. We, we There's no more sense in crying about the, this anymore. That's why I didn't say anything. There's, It's over. Let's move forward, Buckeye Nation. That is the primary question now is how they're going to move forward. There's going to be changes. I don't think there's any question about that. I think the question is how many and how drastic. We've heard about total upheaval on both sides of the ball. I don't really see that as a likely possibility. Dwayne, if you were running Ohio State and you had the decisions to make that Ryan Day does, what changes would you make? Well, first off, I could not agree with you more on the crazy talk out there. It's like everybody's getting fired except uh, Ryan Day. Uh, I don't believe it at all. It, it, it doesn't even make any damn sense. You're going you're gonna to fire the quarterback coach? Why? We still got a kid that could end up at least uh, taking a trip to New York. We've got uh, uh, quarterbacks taking number one uh, first-round picks in the NFL draft, especially when, when you include Joe Burrow in there. There's nothing. There's absolutely – we should be giving the guy a raise. Let's keep him around. Uh, Brian Hartline, I, I don't think I've heard his name, but let's just throw it out there. Come on, man. Defensively, wow. Now that, the only defensive coach that I would keep other than LJ, if, if you know, and they're saying he's going to retire, so that's out there, is Washington, and that mostly has to do with him as a recruiter. Mm-hmm. The, everybody else should absolutely go. The defensive backfield has been the primary problem for several years it's just what we're doing back there is not working and we got some young guys like Denzel Burke and Ja'Kalen Johnson really talented young athletes that need to be coached up let's get these guys out of here just wipe the defensive slate clean you go if you say okay Washington recruiting well we can get another recruiter we need a coach okay I can go along with that just that the defense has not been up to par for a number of years, and we need to fix it. We need to get a few more talented kids in here, especially at safety. We're cornerback you. Yeah, well, when you lose a cornerback early, you got to replace them, and we haven't. We have not. So we, we've got to get our re, re, uh, regroup in the defensive backfield coaches and get a few more talented kids in here. we got a couple of youngsters, young guys that I think are going to help us. But we need more. You need to have a lot of defensive backs in this day and age. It's just incredible that the year that Jeff Halfley was here, they were so good on defense. And then when he hasn't been here, it's been so questionable. I find it hard to believe a coordinator can come in and have that much of an impact. But I guess it does. They need someone to take over the defense totally, like a spiritual overhaul, philosophy overhaul, vision overhaul. I don't know who that guy is yet, but they should start with whoever the best available person is. Write him a big check and go from there. One of the problems on offense that I think surprised everybody this year is the offensive line was really not as good as we thought it would be. Shocker, there was some hyperbole here on Bucknuts about it possibly being the best ever when we started the season. The biggest complaint we're hearing, Dwayne, at least from Bucknutters, is too many tackles playing guard. Ohio State had recruited brilliantly a tackle. That's why you have Paris Johnson inside and Thayer Mumford even moved inside after having a borderline All-American year at left tackle to get Nick petit Frere and Dewan Jones out there. Has this altered your philosophy and what would you do on the offensive line? No, it's no. 
tackles are more athletic than guards. You can do more, more with it. This, this is, you, you can, there is so much evidence out there that tackles are the way to go everywhere. It's not just here at Ohio state. Everybody recruits tackles and moves them down to guard. Look at the value in the NFL. You go, you, you can go years and not see a guard drafted in the first round. You want to look at the, I looked at the, the top um, money-making attack uh, offensive lineman in the NFL very recently. And there was one guard in the NFL level in the, in the top 10 of the uh, uh, money uh, salaries. There were two in the top 21. Yeah, I think it was number seven and number 21 as far as salary is concerned. Guards are just not as valuable as tackles. And that goes back to athleticism. We're not bad inside because we got tackles at guard. So why were they bad inside? I think it's it's mindset. Now, if you want to look at it from that point of view, the tackles are, are you know, they're more uh, pass protectors. Uh, guys that are not asked to be as physical, even though I don't agree with that. I'm saying these individuals may not may not have that uh, that mindset to just uh, uh, get down low and drive until uh, the whistle blows. That may be it. But I think it, it you know the the talk that's out there there's there's some validity to it. Um, I know that Buckeye fans are going to hate on the Michigan uh, off- offensive coordinator. Uh, for as long as he's there for his statement about us being soft. But, uh, you know, that's a mental thing. You're getting the tackles in to play guard because they're going to be more athletic. They're going to get out to the second level easier. They're going to pull better. It, that no, don't You don't get the stiff, smaller guys who don't move as well and put them in at, at guard. You want the more athletic guys you recruit tackles we're going to take a quick break come back and pick up where we left off introducing the two-way v4 where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance with fuel cell each step feels explosive delivering unparalleled energy return paired with fresh foam experience maximum comfort throughout the game it's lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition the two-way v4 gives you the tools to play at a high level learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com all right, we are back. So, Dwayne, offensive line coach Greg Stadrawa has been under a lot of pressure here, at least from the fans. Do you think they should make any moves on the offense? I've never been. If you check my post since he's been here, I have not been a supporter of Stadrawa. It goes back. The LSU fans laughed hard and long when we took him. They said the guy's not a good football coach. And I'm telling you, I know a high school coach. This has happened years ago. I uh, uh, know this guy very well. He's a he should be coaching at the college level. Anyway, um, he came down. He was invited down for a practice, and he watched. And he said that really, it looked like uh, Stud was uh, Wilson's assistant, and that says a lot that you're you're designated. Offensive line coach is not really coaching the offensive line. And with Wilson's responsibilities elsewhere with the tight ends, 
and and just with uh, uh, game planning, coordinating, that may not be enough. We may need a guy that, you know, is just an offensive line coach. That's all he is. That's all he does. That's going to come in and say, you are going to fire off the ball. And if you can, you're going to bite him. Whatever you got to do to move him out of there, you're going to move him out of there. It's a mental thing. It's not about tackles. You want that athletic guy in the tackle. It's a mindset. And maybe with this pass-first offense that we're in right now, we just don't have the, the mindset. I think that's a strong argument. I think you're going to see some changes on offense and defense. The thing is, there's such a crazy coaching carousel going on right now. And these huge programs are somewhat interlocked, at least tangentially. So I don't think you're going to see a ton of movement before the bowl game, at least when it comes to Ohio State. But there's so much upheaval elsewhere. Definitely keep it locked into Bucknuts as the recruiting scene is getting wild. Consider the fact that USC, Oklahoma, Notre Dame, those schools that are in the crazy mix right now all have players Ohio State recruited heavily committed to them. So who knows what's going to go on over the next few days and few weeks. But I know this, you better be on Bucknuts. We appreciate Dwayne stopping by. Have a good one, Bucknutters. Bucknutters.